Okay, good evening. It's 8.40. Tonight we're learning Maseches, Pesachim, Da, Kuv, Gimel, and Kuv, Dalet, Amad, Aleph. We're going to be going about halfway down on Kuv, Dalet, Amad, Aleph, because if you scan the next couple of Amudim, you'll see that two of them are very short. Uh, the Amud Beis of both Kuv, Dalet, and Kuv, Hay are on the shorter side, so that will get us to Shabbos itself to get to the bottom of Da, Kuv, Hay. We are starting two lines from the bottom on Kuv, Beis, and the Beis, and we're picking up from a comment that was made uh, in yesterday's Gemara. Two lines from the bottom, Kuf Beis, Mid Beis. Says the Gemara, Gufa, something we've learned prior. Yom Tov Achar Shabbos. What happens when Yom Tov is on a Saturday night? How do we make Kiddush and Havdalah? So we're probably all semi-familiar with the fr- with the phrase of Yak Nahaz, the acronym of Yain Kiddush Nehar Havdalah Zman. We're going to learn those Mari Makomos tonight about the order in which we um, exit out Shabbos and bring in the holiday. Which so, this year fall? What? This year fall, though. This, this year, what? That When's the first? Saturday night. So this is perfect. Uh, you'll see that this is exactly right. Because uh, the Gemara has a, has a fundamental machloka samurai. Right. Rav Amar Yud Kuf Nun Hey Yain Kiddush Ner Havdalah. Where's the Zman? So obviously we're not yet talking about the first night of Pesach because there we do say Shech Yanu. This must be talking about, as we saw the other day, a scenario where it is the last days of Pesach. So the sheet of Rab is that you say Yain Kiddush Ner Havdalah, and he's primarily the, the fundamental part of his sheet is that Kiddush is before Havdalah. Masha'in came last few words on Kuf Beis and Mubeis Ushmul Amar Yinahek Yain Ner Havdalah, and then Kiddush where the Havdalah is before the Kiddush. Which one? Do we uh, do we listen to first? Do we first are we first milave the, the Shabbos Malka, or do we first welcome Yantif? Do we first say the Kiddush, which would sanctify the day of Yantif, and then say goodbye to Shabbos, keeping another few more mom, for a few more moments of Shabbos, or no? Do we say goodbye to Shabbos first? So that's a fundamental machlokas between them, and the following shitas on, on the top of Kuv Gimel Amar Aleph are all in either of those camps. Let's see the Rabba Amar Yehanek Havdalah before. Uh, Kiddush, that's going to be in the camp of Shmuel. The Levi Amar Kenia, he's in the camp of Rav because the Kuf is before the He, the Kiddush is before the Havdalah. The Rabbanan Amre Kina, they say Kiddush is before Havdalah like Rav as well. Marbare the Rav Namar Nikia, Kiddush before Havdalah as well. Marta Amar Mishmed Rav Yoshua, Nihek, and here we have Havdalah before Kiddush, he's in the camp of Shmuel. So there's a lot of Shitas. We don't know exactly what the appropriate way to say. Havdalah slash Kiddush on, uh, on that seventh night of, of Pesach. We don't know exactly what to do. So it says the Gemara, Shalach le'avua de Shmuel, the Rebbe. Um, Ra'avua de Shmuel, the father of Shmuel, sent a, a letter to Rebbe. Yelamdenu Rabbeinu, seder havdalos heach. How are we supposed to do Havdalah? Please teach us, Yelamdenu Rabbeinu, teach us the appropriate order. Shalach le, what does Rebbe send back? Five lines down, Rebbe sends back, he says as follows. Amar le, Amar, excuse me, uh, sorry, let's read it better. Kach Amar, Shalach le, Kach Amar, thank you. Kach Amar, Rabbi Shmuel, Bar, Rabbi Yossi, Shamar, Mishum, Aviv, Shamar, Mishum, Rabbi Yoshua, Ben Chananya, Nahik, Ner, first, Borei Moreha Eish, then Havdalah, Hamavil, Ben Kodesh Lachol, then Yain, and then Kiddush. That's the order. And what is between Kiddush and Havdalah, the Hay is first, and that is in the camp of Shmuel. Okay. Amar, Rabbi Chanina, what is the Mashal? What is the mashal to say Havdalah before Kiddush? That's what he said, Nahik. He said that you should say Havdalah before Kiddush. Amar of Chanin, a beautiful mashal. Mashal Rabbi Yeshua ben Chananya, lemelech nichnas. You have the king that is exiting, and you have the soldier or officer that is entering. So what is the appropriate 
chivalrous type of behavior. What should we do first? Yeah. So the halacha, the halacha is, first we say goodbye to the king. The king here in the nimshal is Shabbos. We first do Havdalah, which is the camp of Shmuel. Then we welcome in the soldier. We welcome it. So there's there's a ranking here. The higher level is going to be Shabbos. The lower level is going to be Yantiv. So when the Melech, quote unquote, when Shabbos is leaving, there we have to do Avdala first. It's not appropriate to start en- engaging in, in Yantiv practice when we have yet to say goodbye to Shabbos. So therefore, Shmuel Zabdi Peinet should be first. So then says the Gemara the following question: My Have Allah. I looked in a Gemara, in the non-Ozvahadar Gemaras, there's no note here. But in the Ozvahadar Gemaras, there is a little note here because this question, if you look at my Havei Allah, the Gemara wants to know what's the din, and then look at what the Gemara answers. Abai Omar Yak Zina, we added in the Zion of Zman, but Rava Omar Yak Nehaz, So the Gemara is bothered. This question can't be, how do we paskin by that later, by the second days of Pesach? It can't be because there's no Zman there. So therefore, the Meforshim here on the side right. Um, and I'll just read it here from the Hakosvet What do we do on the first days of Yantip by Pesach and every other Chag for that matter? What do we do when there is Zman? How does that factor in? That's why the Gemara saying, My Havei Allah seems a little, uh, a little, it doesn't continue well from the Gemara before. So that's when we see the Machloka Sabai and Rava, and we Paskin like Rava of Yaknahaz, and this is the Allah, Yayin, Borepriagafen, Kiddish, Mekadesh Yisrael Havdala, Mekadesh what we say by Ben Kedusha, Shabbos, Kedusha, Yom Tov, And then at the end, then we say Zman, Shechiyan, Vikiman, Vikiman, Vikiman. That's how our sitter is currently structured. That's how we do things. The Hilcha Sakya Rava. Beautiful. We're about a third of the way down on Kuf Gimel, Amaral of Yaknehaz. That is how we um, we balance out all of the requirements of that Kiddush, Havdalah, and all of the um, all of the uh, the Havdalah components that are are added in. Says the Gemara, a third of the way down, Rav Huna bar Yehuda ikla lebe Rava. Rav Huna, the son of Yehuda, went to the house of Rava. Aisu lekamayhu. They brought before Rava moor uvesamim. They brought before him fire and spices. What did Rava make a bracha on first? It says the Gemara, Baruch Rava Abesamim Beresha. First, he made a bracha on the Besamim, the Hadar Ameor. And then only afterwards did he make a bracha on the candle. Omar Lein, his guest, excuse me, his guest, Ravuna Bar Yehuda, says to him, Omar Lein, I don't understand your shita. How can it be that you say first the bracha on the Besamim? Vaha, we have a machlokas in the in between Beishama and Beiselel, but between the two of them, Bein Beishama and Bein Beiselel, Maor Beresha Vahadar Abesamim. How did you make a bracha on Besamim first? First, it seems that within the machlokas of Beishama and Beiselel, which we'll see in a moment, that uh, that that's not correct. It should have been that the Maor was first, and then the Besamim. Umayhi, what's the Mar Makom where this is discussed? This machlokas between Beishama and Beiselel, where. Um, where we had a specific order between the Ma'or and the Besamim, it's not. The Mishnah writes. This is a Mishnah Masechah's Brachos. We've seen this before. Says the, says the Mishnah halfway down. So we have a candle first, and then uh, the Birkas Hamazon, and then we have Besamim, and then we have Avdala. Good. So we see the Besamim is, uh, bef- is after the Nair. So the Nair came first. What about Beisel? Beisel Omrim Nair first as well. So under all circumstances, it should not have been that the Besamim were first. So how did Rava say that the Brachas on the Besamim first if both Beisel and Beishamai don't learn that way? Both Beisel and Beishamai said the Nair had to be first. So how could Rava make the Nair second? 
The order there is very different, but nevertheless, Nair is before Ma'or in both cases. So Ani Rava, Rava, Rava answers him, Ani Rava Basrei, Rava responds to Rav Huna Bar Yehuda, Bamar Zo, Dibar Meir. The version of the Machlokas of Beisela and Beishamai that you just told me, that's through the lens of Rabbi Meir. But Aval Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yehuda says, no, they are actually not talking about, uh, they don't actually have the Mishnayis, the way that you read it. How did Rabbi Yehuda understand them? Rabbi Yehuda Omer, lo what, they're not arguing about that at all. What are they arguing about? Beishamai says like the original version of the Mishnah that we saw above, that the Ma'or is first and the Besamim are after. That the Besamim should be first, and that's how we pass him. And that's why we, in Halacha, that's why we pass in this way, it didn't have Dala, we say v'samim before we say eish, because of uh, because of the fact that we look at the machlokas between beishamai and beisilel through the lens of Rabbi Yehuda and not through the lens of Rameh. Therefore, ladina. That's how we paskin that we say we say v'samim first and then we do ner after, and that brings us um, about uh, three fourths of the of the way down on daf kuf gimel to the two dots, 10, 12 lines up. Rabbi Yaakov bar Abba ikla Rava. Another person came to visit Rava. This time, Rabbi Yaakov bar Abba. Chazia, and he saw kama. He made the bracha on the first cup of wine that was presented to him. The hadar birkasa. Then, when they were benching, he also had a cup of wine, and after benching, he made another bracha. So says the Gemara. Amarle and ve'ishte, and then he drank the wine. Amarle, I don't understand. Says Rav Yaakov Bar Abba to Rava, I don't understand. Why are you making two different brachos? You knew you were going to drink the second cup of wine. You already made a bracha on the first cup of wine. Why are you making two brachos? So Amar Le, what does Rava answer back to Rav Yaakov Bar Abba? It's five, six lines from the bottom. Amar Le, When I was in the house of the Reish Galusa, this is what they did. This is what everybody did in the home of the Reish Galusa. That's how everyone behaved. They made a bracha on the first cup that was presented, and they made a, a, a bracha on the cup that was after benching. I understand why in the house of the Reish Galusa that, that people were making multiple brachos because the suffix maisilan, suffix lo maisilan, we, we don't know people are going to bring more food. We have no idea in the Reish Galusa how things are going to play out. No clue. But over here, but the case that you're talking about, Rava, it's all in front of you. You can't argue from the case of the Reish Galusa. There, we have no idea what food is coming. So this plays out in the following way. In your own house, if you tell yourself in your head, I'm going to have a cup of wine, and you make a burp and you drink the wine, and then five minutes later, you're like, I want another cup of wine. But it really wasn't, you're in, you have to make a new bracha. However, if you're a guest in someone's house and you make a Borei Priyagafen and they pour you a cup of wine, and then five minutes later, they pour you another cup of wine, you don't have to make a new bracha. You're not allowed to make a new bracha because the standing assumption as an oreach when you're in someone's house is that you assume that all the food is coming. In the house of the Reish Galusa, the assumption was the opposite. Things were more tight and stingy. But when you're a guest in someone's house, you only make one bracha rishon. You'll make more brachos in your own house than you will in the house of a guest. So that plays out over here. So that's why the Gemara says to Rava, Rav Yaakov Abba says to Rava, I don't understand your comparison from the Reish Galusa. In the case of the Reish Galusa, nobody knew what food was coming. So of course, if you had one cup, you drank one cup, your bracha was on, on one cup. They brought a second cup, you have to make a new bracha. 
Pasha. But you, Rava, all the wine was in front of you. So now let's get into a core shita that will carry us through the day today. Omar Leith, two, three lines from the bottom of Kuf Gimel Amar Aleph. Omar Leith, what does Rava say back to Rav Yaakov Bar Abba? He says, Ana Avde Ketalmide de Rav. I hold like the students of Rav. What did the students of Rav hold? Says the Gemara, Rav Verona, Rav Chananel, Talmide de Rav. Rav Verona and Rav Chananel were students of Rav. Havu Yasve Udasa. And they were all having a meal together, turning to the top of Kuf Gimel Amabez. Koi Alaihu Rav Yeva Sava, the person who was serving them, Rashi, top Rashi, Mishame Shalaihu, the one who was serving them, his name was Rav Yeva Sava. Amrulay, they said to him, Havlan ben Ivrich. They said, Give us some wine and we shall bench. Lesof Amrulay, Havlan ben And then they said, What we want a little bit of a drink. Amar Lehu, Hachi Amar Rab. Once you say, I would like a cup of wine in order to bench, you're no longer allowed to eat without a bracha. You have, halachically speaking, ended your meal. You didn't bench yet. My taima, what's the reason why? Says the Gemara, because your da'as has been uh, nullified. Hesachadas, you stopped having the appropriate kavanah. It's an interesting idea to say that your meal requires a hesachadas. Your bracha rishona requires hesachadas. This halacha is quoted in Shulchan Aruch and Simon Kufa and Tesif Aleph. I'm sorry that I didn't uh, scan it for you, but I'll read it uh, as clearly as I can and translate clearly. So it says the Shulchan Aruch as follows in Simon Kufa and says, Orachayim Hilchos Dvarim Nohagin Besuda, Simon Kufa and Tesif Aleph. Shulchan Aruch writes, Gamar for those who are of the custom to wash my machronim, once a person washes my machronim, you're done. Your meal is, is completely over. This is its own sugya, which we discussed in Masechah Shabbos, where it says that there was a chova to wash your hands. And then we said, what's the chova? Is the chova similar to the chova of Hadlakas Neros? Or we should make a bracha? Why do we make a bracha on Mayim Achronim? So the Gemara says, no, it's because of Melach Sodomis. We wash our hands after, after a meal because we're concerned about getting uh, this type of salt in our eyes. So let's assume for the moment that someone would wash my machronim, as some have the custom to do. So then that's the end of their benching. This is, now the next line in the Shulchan Aruch is Mamish, what we just quoted in the Gemara. If a person says, bring for me, implying a cup of wine, bring for me a cup of wine so we can bench, that's the same thing. Let's say someone just says in English, are you guys ready to bench? So it's not so clear that that's this because you didn't do a maisa yet. You didn't bring a cup of wine, go get the benchers. People still nosh after that. So we need something a little bit more formal, it seems. Otherwise you have to make a new, a new bracha. There's a whole big demon here in the Gemara. Um, so uh, yeah, that's what the Mishnah Brewer here in Sif and Gimel writes, if a person were to uh, bench without a cup, so now you have no maimachronim and you have no cup, and then you just say, everyone sit down, we're benching. The Mishnah Brewer Paskins, that it would be that way. That once, it's not like, do you think we should bench? Now it has to be more, more clear. We're benching now, everyone come sit down. So then your meal is halachically over and you cannot eat anymore unless you make another bracha. It's especially problematic for bread at that point because if your meal is over, then you have to wash again. And you make another bracha of uh, you get into a whole other sagira. But that's this Gemara over here that uh, is the shita of the Talmidim of Rav. Let's continue. The Gemara says five lines down on Kuf Gimel Amud Beis. Three of the great Amorayim. 
The three of them were sitting together and having a meal. The Kai Alai, who, who was their, their Meshamesh, who was serving them, another famed Amora, but just a little bit younger. But they all interacted with the wine a little bit differently. When Amemar was drinking wine, he poured himself a cup, he drank it to the bottom, poured himself another cup, another Bore Priyagafen. Every cup of wine that he drank, he made a bracha. He only made a bracha on the first cup of wine, and then the last cup of wine, which was the cup for benching. That, so he so he didn't follow what Amemar did. Amemar was every cup, and he may have had ten cups that, that night, but he only made a bracha on the first and on the tenth, and the other eight in the middle. He didn't make a bracha, and that was the sheet of Marzotra. Ravashi baricha kasa kama lo barich. and Ravashi was the most lenient. He made one bracha on the first cup, and even after benching, he benched. But he didn't make a bracha on the cup that was after benching. That, that he just drank because it was in front of him and he had it in mind. So because he had it in mind, the benching doesn't ruin, quote unquote, his bracha rishona. We're not used to that. When we say, say that someone benches, so we typically assume that you, you can no longer eat. Fascinating halacha. This comes up very commonly in, in a, a kiddish environment where you're going to a meal afterwards. So we did this for one of our kids' bar mitzvahs. We had a, suda, we had a kiddish for everyone. And then afterwards, we had a meal. So the halacha is that if you make a, um, you say kiddush, you make an al hamichya, and you eat the pastries, and you eat the cakes, and you eat the chalant, and then you go into a meal, and you bench, you still have to make a bracha achrona of al hamichya on the meal, that, on the snack you had beforehand, because kiddush doesn't go on that. The kiddush, the benching doesn't go on that. The benching goes on the hamotzi and onwards. What about the chalant and the cake and the pastries? So halacha lemaisa, if a person were to um, be at a kiddush, and they made a mizonos, and they ate a kezayis, and then they go into a meal, you have to say two brachos achrona. The benching doesn't patter the al hamichya. So let's continue in the Gemara here. So this is what the three Amoraim did. So then Ravacha, who was waiting on them, was just terribly confused. Uh, ten lines down. Amar lehu Ravacha bar anan keman navid. Who of you great people would you like us to be like? Amemar made a bracha on every cup. Marzutra made a bracha on the first and the last cup. And Ravashi only made one bracha. You're, you're all great. Tell me what to do. I don't know how to paskin. This is, uh, this is unclear. So Amemar said, don't listen to me. Amemar, Amar, Nimlach, I was just, I, my, I just kept changing my mind. I, I said, this is my last cup, famous last words. This is my last cup. This is my last cup. So because in his mind, that was his last cup. Then when the next cup was poured, he had to make another Bore Priyagafen. Marzutra, Amar, Marzutra was the middle shita who made a bracha on the first cup of wine and on the cup of wine that was by the benching. So what, what's his svara? That's the shita that we saw on the bottom of the of Kuv Gimel Amid, on the top of Kuv Gimel Amid Beis, which was, uh, what was the name? Uh, of Rav Barona and Rav Hananel, the students of Rav, who said that you, you have to make two different brachos, one on, on the first cup, really, one that applies to all the wine before benching, and one separate one on the, on the cup of wine at, afterwards. The Ravashi, third of the way down, Ravashi Yamar, Ravashi says, I totally disagree with you. It's the halacha is not like Rav. What did Ravashi say? Ravashi said, one bracha for all the wine. He says that you don't you don't get to separate the, the cup of wine that's after benching from the initial bracha rishona. The bracha carries straight through benching. And why does he have a problem with the shita of the halacha of the tamid de rab? Because says the gemara, there by yom tov, that's on a Saturday night, a Saturday night yantiv. So when you're leaving, uh, this is a shvi shel pesach because there's no zayin, there's no zman that's quoted here as we've discussed a couple of times. Yeah, what did Rav say? You only make one bracha bore priyagafen for Kiddush, and we don't make another one for the Havdalah. We don't say bore priyagafen twice. So that shows that uh, this is against Rav, who says that uh, the Talmidim of Rav, at least, 
who say that you make a bracha in the beginning and a bracha by the cup after benching. Says the Gemara, that's a terrible comparison. Below he, that Ravashi, your, your argument against the Talmudim of Rav is not correct. In one case that we were dealing with, they stopped thinking about drinking the wine. That has nothing to do with anything. And over here in the case of the Havdalah, no one, no one was Akar Das. No one was Akar Das. So therefore there's only one, one bracha that's made. So the story here continues with the three Amorayim and with Ravacha serving them. Kimata Abdule, by the time they got to Abdullah, Kamshame, the uh, person who was serving them, he got up, the Adlika Vuka Mishraga, and he lit a torch from a candle. Remember that they didn't have electricity, so they had candles. Once there were three medium stars, Shabbos was over. They were going to say Abdullah. What did they get? They didn't have matches necessarily. I don't know what they had to start fires, but uh, whatever they did, they, they took the single candle and they lit it on Avuka, they lit a multi wicked torch. So says the Gemara, uh, um, says the Gemara, Amar Le, Lama Lach Kule Hai, why, what's with the, what's with the Avuka, what's with the torch? Uh, says the Gemara, Haman Shraga, you have a candle, nothing to worry about. Amar Le, he says back to him, Rava says back to him, Shama Mi Daite Denaf Shekavit, he's just doing this on his own. Amar Le, Ilo Shmiyale Minei Demar, Lo had he not seen you do this, of actually lighting a torch for Havdalah, where would he have learned it from? He must have learned it from somewhere. So therefore, says the Gemara, 10 lines from the bottom of the page, Don't you know these are ABCs? To do Havdalah on a multi-wicked candle is a mitzvah. That's considered more appropriate than a single candle. Okay, good. So the story of Havdalah continues. These Amorim are still there. Pasach ve'amar. And then Rabbah started making Havdalah. And what did he say? Our language, what we're very familiar with. All of these distinctions, what are the distinctions? From a holy day to a less holy day. Or light and dark. That's distinction number four, the Jewish people and the nations of the world. And Shabbos versus the six days, four distinctions. So Amar Leh, they said, what, what's going on here? Why are there so many distinctions? Don't you know that And we know this. Let's say by Ma'ariv on Motzei Shabbos, you forget to say And now you want to grab your keys out of the stender and go home. So the halacha is you have to be Mavdil. You have to say, Baruch HaMavdil ben Kodesh Lachol. That functions as a minimum mechanism to exit you out of Shabbos status once the three medium stars have, have, uh, have shown in the sky. And this is how Rabbi Yudan Nasi said it. So why do you have four distinctions, ben Kodesh Lachol, ben Or Lachoshech, ben Yisrael Amam, Yom HaShvet Why? We know that the Havdalah of Yudan Nasi was only one nafkamina. It was only one thing, which was HaMavdil ben Kodesh Lachol. So Amar Leh, Ana kaha severely. I hold like the following shita. Damar belazar, Amar avoshia. Apoches lo yifchos migimol vhamosiv lo yosif lo yosif al zayin. When we talk about havdalah and the distinctions that are made in havdalah, you can't do less than three, and you can't do more than seven. As we'll soon see, the the Gemara doesn't say this, but it does seem to imply that it should either be three or seven, because three differences or seven differences. And what did we see? We saw a distinction of four. Right, but of the well, four that we normally say that's quoted in Shulchan Aruch and that's quoted in, the, in all of our Sidurim. So Amar Le, last line, and now turning to the top of Kuptal Madalev, Amar Mar, 
You didn't say three and you didn't say seven. It seems to be that that would have been ideal. You shouldn't say uh, anything less than three. You should say three. You shouldn't say anything more than seven. You should say seven. But you said four. So you're not three and you're not seven. So it says the Gemara, Marley, Ibra, the truth is, Ibra, from the word like the world was created, this is the truth, Ibra. The truth is, says the Gemara, that is a listed distinction. But the reason it's listed here is because we have a halacha that we're about to learn that when we close out a bracha with Baruch Hashem, we need a chasima. We need something just before the Baruch Hashem that's reminiscent, that's thematic to the bracha. So, what's the halacha? So, when you get to the chasima, so what do we say? Baruch Hashem So we needed to make a distinction. So we we said something. That was the last one of That wasn't meant to be a, um, the fourth one. It's meant to be the summative one that's prior to the Baruch Hashem. So that's what they did in uh, in the realms of Shmuel in the city of Shmuel. Uh, those who lived in Pumpedisa, Amri, you have to go from the earlier parts of the bracha, and that should be your summative line that you put right before Baruch Hashem. What's the difference between these two shitas if the summative shita comes from the end of the paragraph or from the beginning of the paragraph of the bracha? So says the Gemara, five, six lines down, the difference would be a case of Yom Tov Shechal Yosachar Shabbos, a Saturday night Yontif. Right? We say, Baruch HaMavdo Ben Kodesh Lekodesh. Now, uh, according to the one who says that we we want to copy the beginning of the bracha as a summative line before the chasim of the bracha, we do not need to say the words ben kedushas shabbos lekedushas yom tovim dalta. However, uman damar mein chasimasan samach lechasimasan. According to the one who says that we need the summative line that's prior to the baruch to Hashem to be from the end of the paragraph and right next to Baruch HaTashem, then boy the Meymar, Ben Kedushas Shabbos, Kedushas Yom Tov Dalta, and that's in fact our girsa. So the halacha is, and when you look through Shmon Esrei, it seems that way. The Right, you go through the whole bracha, it connects. <clears throat> it's the main chasima, it's right before the bracha. So that's how we pass in halacha And that's why the havdala, the kiddush havdala, the yakna has kiddush that we that we would make is where we say, like this shita of Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel, that uh, who says that when you make Havdalah, that you have to say Me'ein Chasima right before the Baruch HaTashem. You have to summarize the paragraph, what the paragraph is ending talking about before you say Baruch HaTashem. About a quarter of the way down, Kuf Dalam and Alf, a little bit more, and then we're going to stop for the night, another uh, third of the page or half a page. Says the Gemara Gufa. Amar Rabbi Elazar, Amar Rab Oshia. We said at the bottom of Daf Kuf Gimel, Amud Beis, we said, that if a person is going to include, not if, when a person includes distinctions of Havdalah, of, of the difference between being Kodesh L'Choven or L'Choshech, if you're going to make that list, we said it really should not be less than three and really should not be more than seven uh, distinctions. So says the Gemara, I'm not really sure where you got that from. Omer, we have a Tosefta and Maseches Brachos, and Omer Havdalos b'motzei Shabbosos. When do we say Havdalah? Here's the list. 
When do we say Havdalah in the Jewish calendar? So we say them, of course, B'motzai Shabbosos. We say them, U'b'motzai Yomim Tovim. We say them, U'b'motzai Yom HaKippurim. We say them, U'b'motzai Shabbos L'Yom Tov, when Shabbos bleeds into Yontif, like we've spoken about four or five times tonight. U'b'motzai Yom Tov L'Chul Hoshal Moed. And when you go from Yontif into Chol HaMoed, Aval, Lo B'motzai Yom Tov L'Shabbos, but you don't say Havdalah when you go from Yontif into Shabbos. Right? We've never done that. That's uh, how we pass in Allah Almais as well. Tosefta continues just about halfway down. A person who wants to say a lot of havdalas, a lot of mavdilin, a lot of distinctions, great, have a good time, no problem, no upper limit. But if you're not a ragil, you should only say one. So that doesn't fit with the shita of the Amora that we saw in the bottom of Kufkiyam Alamad Beis, which is the shita of Rabbi Lazar in the name of Rabbi Oshia, who said that it should be between three and seven. But this Tosefta doesn't say anything about three and seven. If you want to say a lot, say a lot. If you want to say less, you should only say one. That's not what, so how does, how does this shita, how does this shita of Rabbi Lazar in the name of Rabbi Oshia fit with this Tosefta? So answers the Gemara, don't worry, this Amora, um, this Amora of Rabbi Lazar has a precedent in the Tanaim. Halfway down, just about halfway down, Tanoihi. There really is a Machlokas Tanoim. Who is the Shita that supports Rabbi Lazar in the name of Ravoshia? Um, uh, so, sorry, uh, let's just read the Bryson and then we'll see how it works out. Tanoihi, Damar of Yochanan, Binan Shel Kedoshim, the son of the Holy Ones, Omer Achas. This is supporting the Shita of the Tosefta. But everybody else would say three distinctions. So that's how we see our machlokas. There's two different shitas. The tosefta is the first part that says you only have to say one. But then the olam noagu shalosh, that's our shita of Lazar in the name of Ravoshia. So says the Gemara, who is this, uh, who is this veiled person of benon shel kedoshim? Man niu benon shel kedoshim answers the Gemara, this person who was the child of holy ones, Rabbi Menachem bar Simai. What was so unique about Rabbi Nachman Bar Simai? Why did he earn this very lofty title of the son of the holy ones? Answers the Gemara. Wow. He was so makbed. He wouldn't even look at the tzura, the shape, the engraved or the raised uh, shape that was on a coin. It was very strict. Allah said that's not the Isra. The Isra is looking at things that are Avodah Zarah or making things into those particular shapes. That's a big problem too. Are you allowed to buy? You ever go by people's houses? They have these lion statues in front of their house. That's not, we, we should be avoiding purchasing those things for sure, for sure. Can you look at them? If they're Avodah Zarah, you're not even allowed to look at them. But he was so makbid on the Isra of Avodah Zarah, he wouldn't even look at a coin that had an image that was uh, that was shaped into the metal. So that's why he earned this name. Last uh, line for the day. Shalach lei, Rav Shmuel Bar-Idi. Shmuel Bar-Idi said, Chananya achi omer achas, belei silchas kavase. My uh, brother, Chananya, he would only say one distinction in Havdalah. He would say like Rabbi Huda Nasi, Baruch HaMavdil ben Kodesh Lechol, but we don't paskin like him. What do we paskin like? We paskin like the sheet of Rebbe Lazar in the name of Ravoshia that you make three, four distinctions. Yeah, what we have in our text, right? Being, uh, what, however it begins, I already forgot. Where are we here? And the fourth one is really not one of the distinctions. It's just per the halacha that we saw on the top of to make sure in the name of Rabbi Huda Marshmul that when we make a bracha that there's a summative line right before him. On Shabbos, Mir Tashem will pick up right here in the middle of the page with Amar Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, and it will take us to the bottom of Daf Kuphei Amud Beis. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Good. We can.